WWE Survivor Series. Mm, mm, I've heard mm. things, brother. Yes, you have. All right, I'm going to try to uh, break through this quick. You might have to throw a little timer on me, brother, because uh, uh, I'm trying to make sure I give due diligence. give the information you feel you need to give. The people want to know. As my man is pulling up the timer anyway. (laughs) We on camera, brother. They see this. They see Uh, this. Okay, that's that's a lot of time. Okay, brother. You Uh, ain't lying. Thank you. I'm looking out. Yes, you are. All right. Because I'm going to break down NXT's takeover, too, because that was the night before. So, I mean, um, as um, as Samoa Joe would say, the new NXT champion. Um, Triple H tells us we need to set up these weekends that they have to compete against us, which like is Mojo, great. He got small hands. <laughs> small Joe, you're a mess. <laughs> you're a mess. So NXT Takeover took over uh, took took place into uh, in Toronto. Um, it's a great show. Overall, great show. One of my favorite shows. I'm gonna highlight just a couple things. One. Bobby Roode's entrance was one of the greatest entrances I've seen in pro wrestling in a long time. Um, his gimmick is the glorious one, or glorious uh, Bobby Roode. I'm pretty sure if you saw if you saw some of the gimmicks online where they will have glorious playing really loud, it seems like, like where did this come from? It came from Bobby Roode's gimmick. This joker had a had like a 60, 70 person choir. And it, oh. looked, it's like, it looked like it was like Jesus Christ Superstar. You watch it, it's like, you gotta be kidding me, but it was done so well, and the audience bought it so well. Oh. He which won. is done very well. And he did win. Okay. Right. <laughs> he did win. I mean, you, it's Bobby you, you Roode. Walk, you, you walk out with all that, though, and then you lose. You're winning. You got to win. You yeah. got to win. Catch well, I mean, Aaron, like clothesline. He won. I mean, he's, he's, I mean he's, he's a legend. TNA legend. I really thought um, you were about to say, though, it's like, it's like Bobby Roode, son of Ravishing Rick. To the, yo, out. legit, legit gets gets that all the time. People think he's Rick Roode's kid. It's like, nah, name spelled different, bro. Yeah. About his kid. Man, <laughs> okay, okay. We, we, you, you say that, but watch. The, the DNA test going to come up one day, and he's going to walk in that choir. Go start singing. He's gonna do this. It's on the So it was a great match. Um, it, it, it made Ty Dillinger look really good too. Who's um who's a local Canadian guy? Um, who's on a come up? So man, even though he lost the match, he still looked great because Bobby Roode is a great wrestler. The Revival, which is probably the best tag team, I'll say in all of WWE, dropped their titles to this team. Um, corny name, but it's that they have the whole working man gimmick, DIY. I'm like, that's really your name, bro? <laughs> like, we really couldn't get creative better than that. But nice match. The Revival, the like um, the revival dropped the, t- the titles to them. And the Revival's the first two-time champions in um, NXT, so it's really good for them to drop the belts to this up-and-coming team. We'll see what happens. Mickey James haven't seen her in forever. They say she last she rest, she last wrestled WWE six years ago, mm-hmm. but I could have sworn it'd been longer than that. Wait, Mickey still, James still in shape after all that still time. Still in shape, man. She's damn near forty. Um, I think she's like legit thirty seven. Still looks oh, good. Yeah. Um, she fought Oscar for the title. Oscar beat the hell of her, but Mickey James made it a really good match. Nice. I'm just, just really glad to see a woman who's a little on the older side still able to go. Yeah, and she pushed it. She I was really impressed. You just made just Adam's Mickey day. Yo, he loves a gilf. Mm. <laughs> mm. And finally, Samoa Joe went up against Shinsuke Nakamura, and Nakamura's interest was amazing too. I mean, um, because his instrumental music's primarily of uh, violin strings. The la- last pay per view they did, they had this famous black guy, which I remembered his name. Um, he was the one who actually played the violin for Nakamura to the ring. So instead, they had this go around, they had like 20 violinists. So they have violin- violin- violinists playing as he's walking down the aisle, mm. and when he gets into the ring, about six violinists in the ring. So he's doing this thing, and they're playing, and a the part that was just 
just like, wow. Nakamura does this little thing where he drops to the ground and he starts thrusting in the air. The violinists are surrounding him and they're playing and they're leaning into him as he's thrusting at the same time in rhythm. It is freaking amazing. It was awesome. Just for that, just for that level of production. Brother, at some point, they you actually wrestle, right? As, I mean, <laughs> at some point they wrestle, but it's the funniest thing. I'm sitting here watching this, right? I'm looking at Samoa Joe stand outside the ring. He just had this look like, man, F your entrance. <laughs> like the whole time, he's looking at this look at his face like, F your entrance. Like, because Joe just came out like, Samoa Joe come out, t-shirt, shorts, towel around his neck. Yeah, and he, he just walks it. down the aisle. He comes in the ring. Those up the those up the Samoan um the Samoan Hawaiian yeah. um Aloha sign, and he he walks out, and that's it. So this like, this whole interest of Nakamura took like ten minutes. And I'm just like Joe sitting outside the ring, like we gonna fight or what? Like look at his face. I'm here to fight. Like, Joe's, Joe came to work on a Monday. Nakamura was like at a, at, a, at his own at his one man step show. He like, walks in. So pretty much it was a great show. It was a great show. Um, NXT Takeover, amazing show. Um, let's jump to Survivor Series. Um, Survivor Series. For yeah. those who don't know about how Survivor Series works, typically it's based off the Survivor Series match. Whereas historically it was a four on four, single elimination. Guy gets limited. Last team survivor wins, or the sole survivor, or the surviving team wins. So WWE years past extended it to five people. Um, so it's a five-on-five five thing they got going, which is great. Um, so they ended up doing three primary matches. Um, they did a women's match with uh, five women from both Raw and SmackDown. So they did this whole brand, brand versus brand, which is pretty good. Um, they did a men's match, and then of course they did the um, the world champ. Well, the um, the main event match, which is Lesnar versus Goldberg. So I highlight the two Survivor Series matches that were. There were more, but these two are the big ones. The women's match, um, Raw took it. For those who don't know, Charlotte and Bailey were the sole survivors from Raw. And then Charlotte knocked out Bailey at the end of the match, which was good because it sets up for that Bailey Charlotte rivalry that we've been looking for. Mm. We've been waiting for her for a while, so I'm really glad that's that's coming up. And the men's match, um, which was pretty much all the heavy hitters from SmackDown versus all the heavy hitters from Raw, and it worked out very well because you saw two big things out of this match. Well, three. One, Shane McMahon got tore up to the point where he had a concussion. That was bad. Like to the point where they stopped. They 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 Wait, they said he was eliminated mm -hmm. um, because normally, um, apparently, under the rate un, under the one of these sort of um, how do you call it um, un, unspoken about rules, if you will, that the referee cannot count to three if your shoulders aren't down. So he was going for his move to coast to coast, where he jumps from one turnbuckle to the next. Mm -hmm. A flying drop kick to the person who's like in the corner of the second turnbuckle. Yeah. Um, he went for the jump. Roman Reigns jumped up and speared him midair. Oh! And that nice. joke's head slammed to the ground, oh, to the man. to the mat. Um, well, it's, not, it's, not, it's not funny if he got hurt. He got hurt, man. It was it was a great move. Watch like, oh crap! But he dropped, yeah. and Reigns went for the cover. One, two, but my man's shoulder was up. Uh, it's not that he kicked out, it's just that, you know, he was not... He it's, was, just, he was it's just his bones were warped Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Then a ref is like, I can't count three because his, his shoulder is up. And Reigns gets up looking dazed, and McMahon's not getting up. Like, his eyes are just bugged out, like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> so it's looking pretty bad. The Yo, ref, the ref just, like, does up. this whole points to him, wrap this up. It's like, Shane McMahon's been eliminated. Oh, okay, because my, my, I was really hoping you were going to say, so they weakened the Bernie's them into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Wave in with his arm connected. Yeah. Oh, you know, Shane's fine. We'll come out. Uh, he's just Bernie's head bobbing. They got them violins. Right? What are they? I can bring those out again. Get them dancing. What are they playing? What are they playing? Monopoly in that too? They like, never play Monopoly in that. Yo, why is every ten dollars in a beauty contest? <laughs> Why 
is so, every story with Shane McMahon about him getting hurt in some ridiculous high fly? The last time you mentioned Shane McMahon, <laughs> when he jumped off the damn he cage. jumped yeah, off the top of the sucker. <laughs> when he, when he climbed up, said a quick prayer, and then jumped. <laughs> the part that's crazy, his kid was at this one too. He was like, yo, stop yeah. bringing your kid to this, bro. So one of the things that I felt was no, like, he needs, you know, to, he, needs, he needs his he needs his second his uh, his uh, what do you call it? His next of kidney in case he needs a kidney. <laughs> yeah, for real. But I mean, it's one of those sort of things where it was like, it was. I felt proud to be a wrestling fan because when this when this part happened, it was just like, wow. Um, McMahon's freaking out. You can definitely tell the guy's not clearly there. His eyes are glazing over. Of the rep, the rep does the quick. He's been eliminated. Everybody's like, what the hell's going on? How'd he be eliminated? Like, he didn't kick out? But his shoulder wasn't down. It's like, nah, this brother's clearly like lights out, yeah. lights out. Get him out By eliminated, he um, means dead. <laughs> You're a mess. <laughs> so, Randy Orton, so Randy Orton Wrestling breaks character. Peep game. Randy, you thought you were watching Survivor Series. You're really watching bro. the Kumite. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Randy Orton breaks character, walks over to his family, and tells him, yo, he's going to be all right. And it's just okay. like, wow. Like, that, that level of professionalism. Mm-hmm. Like, he made it look slick, though, because, like, he looked, he walked over there and just kneed on the freaking, freaking turbuckle on, on the um barrier there and just said to the kid quickly, your dad's gonna be all right. Don't worry about it. And then got back to the fighting. Which well, is like wow. professional. Then he did the he did the Orton pose afterwards, right? <laughs> he should have. He put his hands up. <laughs> He's so like, me, "Your overall, dad's gonna be okay." Because I'm the greatest announcer. <laughs> so overall, it was a great match. Um, oh yeah, two things also happened to match. So one, um, McMahon getting knocked out. So that's I guess zero. One would be um, when the Shield reunited briefly. Okay. And that was awesome to see that. Um, even though they're on different brands, um, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins were on the Raw brand. Um, Dean Ambrose came from the outside in his SmackDown shirt, and they both, and all three of them did the the, the Shield powerbomber to the table. They powerbombed AJ Styles, but the crowd went nuts well, to be best. able to see um, these two brands come together. It's like a temporary reunion that people have been waiting for. They've been waiting for the Shield to get back together, and they're not officially together, but it was a nice little reunion. And finally, this um, is just we don't have legit beef. We're tight. Pretty much. Like, okay. we're doing different things, but we don't have legit beef. So it was really nice for the fans because they wait for the Shield to reunite. I don't, I, don't, finally, I, don't, I don't talk to these cats at Christmas, but I'll still send them a card. Yeah, I can say that. Mm. Um, and finally, um, Luke Harper came back for the Wyatt family, and the Wyatts ended up winning. So it was um, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. They took the match, which was awesome um, because it, it was one of those sort of situations where you were scared that Roman, Wayne's, Roman Reigns is going to just Superman his way and just beat these two powerhouses and win the match again. Mm. Um, but Vince McMahon did a great job and realized that if you force Roman Reigns down the throat of people again, they're going to lose it. So Roman Reigns lost. So it was really good to see him lose, even though he was the sole survivor for the Raw team. Well, that shows they're paying attention then. So, and that's the argument. But um, as I see my time ticket down, uh, that is not the case with Lester and um, Goldberg. So oh, when Lester and Goldberg went down, yeah. the match was about a minute and 20 seconds. Mind you, there was a huge buildup for this. Mm, the yes. video game tie-in, the WWE 2K17 tie-in, this whole Lester and Goldberg haven't fought before. And the people like, yes, they did. They fought at WrestleMania 20. At WrestleMania 20, they fought before. Okay, yeah, they did. But uh, Goldberg, uh, Lester needs to get his revenge. And Lester's the one who who beat the streak, who beat the taker. And da-da-da. They, so they built this up so much for a match to last a minute and some change. Um, and I get it. I listen to all the different wrestlers and different insiders, people who work for WWE, all try to push the story. Like, it, it's okay, though. Even though it was a squash match, it's okay that it was. Because in the end, we need to make sure Goldberg looks great. And I'm like, that's garbage because you could have had Goldberg look great without making Lesnar look so bad. Yeah. I because in my in my mind, after all this work you put through with him beating Taker, him fighting Orton the last pay-per-view, busting up Orton's head, you build him up to be this monster. 
for him to get beat with three Goldberg moves <coughs> in, a ma- in, in, in roughly 90 seconds. It's almost insulting to the fan. Mm-hmm. I, I knew you're going to have, I mean, we all know, come on now, we all know that Goldberg was going to win. Mm-hmm. That's a given. He's going to win. But you could at least made the match five minutes. It's almost insulting to the fan to say, we're going to squash him. And, and yeah, of course, Lesnar could come back from this. Yeah, you could. I mean, WrestleMania is going to be where they're going to fight again. We know that. But it's just insulting to the it fan. It goes in line with that. Goldberg's whole career, though. It does. Sure. It does go in line with Goldberg's whole career. But he could have done that to anybody. Anybody. But you took your best guy. I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's for me, it's the equivalent. I use this earlier of the finger poke of doom. <laughs> yeah, you like you, you, you know the title was going to get dropped. <laughs> But do you gonna do it that way though? I mentioned it earlier to P. Like it's kind of like when I watch a horror movie. I know the black guy's gonna die, but it's like the black guy not getting slaughtered by the zombies or by the killer, but the black mm. guy dies because he had pneumonia. You know? What I mean? it's just like, are you kidding me? Like he's gonna die, but pneumonia though? No, you know? Bro, brother, look at it this way. I mean, okay, that is that that's disappointing, but it's just like yeah, I can see at the very least from a business standpoint, they did it to prove a point, and yep. it's not it's not popular, but it got their message across. It's mm-hmm. Like if you ever watch Star Trek: The Next Generation, anytime they had they wanted to introduce a new badass. What did they do? The first thing they did was they came on, they broke onto the Enterprise, and they punked Worf for no reason, whether or not he was there. Because we'd say, we got to find the badass and make him a biz natch. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. They got Brock Lesnar, the beast. Mm-hmm. And they did everything short of, if you've ever seen The Longest Yard, Goldberg <laughs> yeah. was in there playing yeah. the dude with the really big dick. Yeah. All, all, they did everything short of having him smack uh, uh, smack it on, uh, on, uh, on Lesnar's forehead. Yeah. yeah. So I understand what they were doing. From a, uh, I get it from too. A, from a business point of view, and mm-hmm. it could have been worse. But. Yeah, you're right; it could have been worse. Uh, but overall, great pay per views this weekend. So definitely check them out. Despite my opinion on the way it finished, mm-hmm. check them out. Yep, and uh, YouTube finger poke doom. If anyone didn't catch that reference, you really need to be in the know. <laughs> All right, thank you, brother. Thank no you. No problem. 